everyone, welcome to episode 3 of At The Movies. The date is the 8th of January 2019 and my name is John. Happy New Year guys, it's uh, going to be a shorter episode this week as it's just me and we'll be talking about The Favourite, the new film by Yorgos Lanthinos. But before that, I just want to take a quick look at a news story that uh, I read about on the Independence uh, webpage regarding uh, the new film Jungle Cruise coming out in July 2020 starring Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt and the issue is a like a, a gender pay gap issue uh, Dwayne Johnson is being paid 10 million dollars more than Emily Blunt's uh, to be like co-leads in the film now I understand the uh, argument of the gender pay gap issue when it's something like an office job and two people are doing the same job they obviously deserve equal pay but in this case Disney who are making the film have a vested interest in making Jungle Cruise to purely make money for themselves uh, for box office uh, receipts and because of that they are in my opinion they should be well within their rights to pay Dwayne Johnson whatever they want to, to acquire his services, as they feel he's a massive box office draw. So, I feel that anyone who makes this gender pay gap argument in terms of uh, making movies, I feel like it is being a bit disingenuous, uh, because the bottom line is that Dwayne Johnson isn't being paid more than Emily Blunt because of the gender pay gap. He's being paid more because he's probably the world's biggest movie star. And ultimately, uh, will get paid more than almost any other actor on the planet. And that is what Disney are paying for. Now, I've got to admit, I'm not the the world's biggest Disney fan anyway. But uh, the film will be released in July 2020. So we can uh, judge then whether The Rock is worth his uh, $10 million more. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. So before we just move on to uh, the favourite, just quickly mention uh, I caught the trailer for the new Jordan Peele film uh, Us. I think it was released back over Christmas. Uh, now I wasn't as hot on Get Out as everyone else was. It's undoubtedly a good film, but I couldn't totally understand all the buzz it got in terms of, of awards, that kind of thing. But all that attention means that Jordan Peele has a very hard act to follow now with this and it will be interesting to see where he takes it uh, whether he goes for a new angle or not uh, the trailer looks like it has a similar vein of comedy that Get Out had and I'm sure it will have a similar you know, level of political commentary running through it that, that Get Out also had in terms of uh, the, the hypometer I'm going to put this uh, at 3 stars out of 5 so far that'll be released in March worldwide okay so moving on to uh, the main film The Favourite directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, is a historical drama, black comedy, set during the reign of Queen Anne in the early 18th century. The plot revolves around two distant cousins fighting for the favour and affection of Queen Anne, who was in failing health. Uh, Rachel Weisz plays Sarah Churchill, who was the original confidant, aide and secret lover of Queen Anne, who was played by Olivia Colman. And then into this world comes Abigail Hill, played by Emma Stone, 
who is Sarah's impoverished younger cousin, and who we soon come to learn is just as ambitious, ruthless and cunning as Sarah herself. Here's a clip. I am a person of honour, even if my station is not. Even if I were the last one left in this wretched place, I would remain a lady. <laughs> You're pretty when outraged. So my secrets are safe with you? All of them. Good. Even your biggest secret. Abigail. <gasps> if you forget to load the pellet, the gun fires, makes a sound, but releases no shot. It is a great jape, do you agree? Yes. Maybe we will think of a use for it one day. Sometimes it is hard to remember whether you have loaded the pellet or not. I do fear confusion and accidents. I'm sure people will be careful. Okay, we'll start by saying that this is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, as mentioned earlier. Uh, his other notable films are Dogtooth, uh, The Lobster, and The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which I think is one of the best films of 2017. And uh, what I like about this film is that it doesn't really look like his other work. It has a lot of uh, wide-angle shots that really show off the layout of Queen, Queen Anne's Court. I uh, watched an interview with him on YouTube where he was explaining that he was using like a fisheye lens to give it like a really wide-angle look because he wanted it to look like uh, those grand old mirrors that you'll, you'll find in a palace that reflect the entire room in, in, and they have like a weird, a weird look to the edge of the picture. In terms of the acting, uh, everyone is on their A-game here. Olivia Colman plays Queen Anne with the perfect level of both comedy and tragedy. Her character flips in a heartbeat between being a whiny schoolgirl and being this very sad, ill woman who needs constantly looking after. Uh, Rachel Weisz is great as Sarah Churchill. I've always been a fan of Rachel Weisz since she was in the Mummy films like 20 years ago. And uh, I think she actually is getting, getting better with age. Uh, I thought she was great in uh, My Cousin Rachel from a couple of years ago, which actually ends, or ends up being quite a similar role to this one. Uh, and finally, Emma Stone is Abigail Hill. I haven't been a massive fan of Emma Stone in the past, and I, I think mainly due to her... Uh, the amazing Spider-Man films, but she has done some great work over the last couple of years, culminating in this performance. She plays the part with such single-minded focus that you never really doubt that she's going to succeed, despite all of the various indignities that her character has to suffer. Ultimately, all of these great performances go on to make the film very funny, but it's only ever a short step away from being cruel and tragic. It's worth mentioning that this isn't the usual period drama. Uh, I think the C word is thrown around quite often in this film, so don't go into this expecting uh, you know, Pride and Prejudice or something like that. It's this mix of black comedy with the cruel three-way power struggle that really makes the film work as well as it does and makes it feel quite contemporary. There were actually parts of this that reminded me of The Office. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to start 2019 off with a five stars out of five. Okay, that will be that for this week, but we will be back next week with Nick and James for a full review of the newer Netflix film Bird Box. Hopefully I will have caught uh, Stan and Ollie by that point as well, so we can have a quick chat about that too. If you would like to get in touch with any uh, feedback, you can email at don'tspoiltheending at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at taylor1980.
Okay, that's all for now, guys, but we will be back next week with a full-length episode. Okay, cheers, bye. Thank you.